Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Rock Your Business, the LOA call, the LOA way call for October. Um, we do this call not just for people who run their own show, but also for anyone who's employed in the workforce or doing any sort of professional work because there are lots of ways that we can bring conscious creation to our success in our livelihoods. And what I wanted to talk about today was how we navigate what can sometimes feel like tricky territory where when it comes to planning. (laughs) When conscious creators are taught that it's all about following the in the moment inspiration and trusting universe to guide you and yet all of the guidance that we get seems to be around you know finding a way to make your vision come to fruition and creating those five-year plans and strategizing etc so if you've ever been challenged about how to make plans when we know that inspirations can shift over time this is your call let's just remind ourselves As conscious creators, we know how the system works, right? We get aligned to whatever it is that we want, and we do what feels good, period. Bashar calls that following your highest excitement. Abraham talks about it as letting your inner being, I love how they've been talking about it lately, letting your inner being steer you around the resistance in your path. And we've all done this routine, right, and had success with it, so we know that it's effective. But when it comes to our professional work, that stuff, it's, typically built around a fair amount of planning out into the future. If you've got a job, maybe you've had a performance review where your manager wants you to say where you want to be in five years. Or if you're in business for yourself, it's not unusual to create long-term action plans. So as savvy creators, I just wanted us to have a discussion about how we how we navigate this territory. Is it feasible to just let inner guidance lead us through our entire career without having a plan to guide us where we want to go? Or for those of us who are business owners, how much advanced planning really serves us? Actually, let's start off with a little quiz. (laughs) In fact, just maybe make a note of what your answer is. I only have like, I don't know, four or five questions here. And your answer might not be just believe or don't believe. It might be mostly believe or mostly don't believe. But uh, would you say true or false to each of these statements? The first one, having a concrete, well-thought-out five-year plan makes you more likely to succeed. True or false? I don't know if if anyone wants to say out loud or just make a note as we... False? False? Julie. I mean, it's false, yeah. All right, how about this one? Working from inspiration alone will get you no traction. False, right? False. You have to be inspired. Daily inspired action is all that's required to get what you want. False. That's a main ingredient. Main ingredient. 
main ingredient, I would agree, but when we say all that's required, this is where a lot of even conscious, savvy creators get hung up. They're like, well, yeah, include that for sure, but that can't be it. Even myself sometimes on that one, I sometimes get checked. Okay, here's the next one. Most successful entrepreneurs and professionals credit their success to working a detailed plan. Would you say true or false? False. So then, Julie, does that mean on this one you'd say true? Most successful entrepreneurs and professionals report they never could have planned their success. Well, I think you have to have an outline and a skeletal structure. Something that I've learned is, and we've heard it, and it took me when I was first learning this LOA stuff, I mean, you know, 12 years ago, I was like, no, I have to work hard. I can't get inspired first. I'll be inspired once I reach the outcome that I've worked so hard for. And, yeah, I mean, I just it wasn't until I just kept running into that wall, you know, and saw through when you're in joy, when you're grateful. And so for me, scripting always works. So if somebody says, where do you want to be in five years? Hmm, let me think about that and get really creative, and I can be silly and whimsical and fun, and then I take a look at what I wrote and saw what poured out. And then where are those where there can be some, oh, okay, I'm going to put that on my radar, that'll be on my radar, and then, you know, serendipity and uh, coincidences take over, synchronicities take over, and you just find you're on the on your I want to talk more about your process. That is really cool. But before we dive into that, I just want to say that these true-false questions really help reveal what yes. we believe about what's required in order to create the success that we want. I I don't personally think there's there's no such thing as a right or wrong answer. It's whatever we choose right. to create, right? Yeah. So so it can be revealing as to what we think about the role of inspiration and action in in how much we can plan out our success. But Julie, I I in fact I wanted to hear from everyone about what you've been practicing. Like so let's just do a real life check in in how planning fits or doesn't fit into your professional world. Julie, what I heard you say was that you'll have fun with like a, a long-term vision and then I, I heard you mention serendipity, but do you like does anything end up on your plan that or on your vision or whatever you call it that you feel like you have to coordinate how to get there? Well, yes, to a degree. I mean, I am running a business, right? Mm -hmm. So there has to be effort that I do gratefully, you know, that I'm happy to do. It's fun for me. I like what I do. So when the the man, you know, I mean, when leadership says, okay, Julie, you have to sell X amount a year, you have to sell this amount this quarter, instead of going, oh, no, which I have done before, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm like, oh, okay, great. And then I'll do my feng shui thing. I write it out. I'll write out, you know, these are for this quarter. These are the um, these are the number of contacts I want to make. These are the number of you know analysis I want to do. These are the number of contracts. And I just make a game out of it. And um, I think maybe being a little more relaxed about it. Well, obviously, right? Being a little more relaxed about it because I used to just run into walls. I would still be successful, but boy, did I work hard. Okay, so I, what I'm hearing in your practice is it's it's like a combination. You have some, like, um, idea of how to go about getting where you want to be, and you do engage that, but you require it to be 
good energy, like enjoyable. Right, positive. correct, correct. I can't align if it doesn't feel good. Like you were saying, Bashar says your highest excitement. Now, and this is just, believe you me, I mean, there's days that I wish I was out walking dogs, you know, when it's a great mm-hmm. day, and which would have just as much value if you ask me, right, than what I'm doing. But I know that what I'm doing makes a difference for me, and it makes a difference in others' lives in that capacity. So, so I like that. But you know what? So, scripting feng shui, that's a big thing for me, scripting and feng shui. So when you do um – it doesn't sound like it happens in performance reviews for you, but just in like quarterly targets or and such. But when your vision, whether it's one that you create or that managers say, hey, this is what we'd like to see from you this next period, um, I guess what I'm thinking about what the equivalent is for a business owner because, you know, lots of us have worked with coaches in the past where we've read a book or been in a workshop or seminar where they'll walk you through the process of creating the vision for where you want to be in five years. Oh, my gosh, actually, I think the one-year business plan or the one-page business plan does this, which I have been a fan of that process before. I haven't used it in a very long time, but once upon a time, I got a lot of inspiration from the one-page business plan that basically asked you to identify your vision and your mission and your like strategies and like daily action plans. It was like five different levels, and it narrows it down from big vision down to okay, what do I what do I need to do today? Yeah, and that's pretty typical stuff for. I mean, you have to have like for me, I have to have time management. I'm a consultant, you know, and I mean, I have clients that I am not only trying to engage in, but that I am engaging in and in various stages of the sales cycle with them. So I'm engaged with my clients. You know, I have to coordinate my time. I have to have meetings. You know, I'm upstairs printing stuff out right now for a meeting I'm going to drive to tomorrow. There's those kinds of things. But I think, again, you know what, really I had to learn, like it's really true, you need to take a nap or take a walk and be in a good place and write that, you know, what am I going to do today? I mean, I have those Abraham, you know, those little coast, those little, what do they call them? Uh, table coast, you know those little yeah, tear off sheets. Okay, oh, coast, yeah, sure. the tear off sheets for Abraham. For Abraham, what do they call them? You can write down. Um, you know, it has like, what do you want to do today, and then what do you want the universe to deliver? And I do that a lot. I even put that in like all of my files. What do I want with this client? You know, I mean, so I expend effort, but um, I script. And for those who are having trouble with business plans, if you're not feeling it. Either there's no joy in there for you, or I would say find some joy in there for you, and have fun with it because sometimes when you just go, just let your mind explode and be crazy and write, what do I want to be doing in five years, and then what do I want the next quarter or whatever, you'll find some gems in there that you can build on for yourself. Okay, so let's let's explore what happens to, and I know this doesn't happen to anyone who isn't a conscious creator, but for those of us who are. When we hear instruction, uh, you know, from Bashar, follow your highest excitement, or Abraham, get happy, do what feels good, what happens to the plan when it no longer feels good? When what we thought we were going to do, or we thought we'd outlined, okay, this is the path to how to get to this beautiful vision I have for myself, when we run out of joy or inspiration for that, what happens? Time to move on, I mean, I would think. Do you think? Well, I think that there could be a couple of things 
coming into play, but what that's one reason why I wanted to have this discussion today because I think a lot of times our planning gets in the way of our enjoyment. And to whatever extent we're uncomfortable releasing the plan, it may hold up our success or to whatever extent we're dependent on having a plan. It may hinder our inspiration or our belief in our success if we think we're supposed to know how to get there. Um, and this is something that I myself feel like I've danced around in a variety of ways where sometimes it feels like when if all I ever do is what feels good, I don't see the progress happening that I think needs to happen in order to get where I want to be. And yet, as a conscious creator, I know it's insane to think that anything other than highest joy is going to serve me better. So for me, it becomes a job of release any beliefs I have about how this joy doesn't serve my ultimate my ultimate goals. But can we talk about ultimate goals as well? Because the only reason I ever want any success professionally is because of the only reason we want anything Abraham teaches us is because of how we think it's going to feel when we get it so ultimate desire probably is joy so if I'm having joy in this moment (laughs) then how could I how would I how could I ever fault this system right and yet having said that I know there are a lot of um, conscious creators working jobs or in business for themselves who aren't comfortable just saying, well, I'll do whatever feels good today. Mm-hmm. So um, well, I think there's being accountable and responsible to yourself and others. You well, you, we could have, we could be accountable to ourselves for having fun. I mean, that is something we could oh, choose to hold ourselves accountable absolutely. for. And, and recognizing inspiration and having the courage to honor it. I mean, that's something that we could choose to have accountability for right so i mean when we when we say accountability that could show up in a variety of ways and ways that serve us and ways that maybe don't unless if such a tremendous belief around how this is what's required in order to get there that yeah we could still probably create it but if we didn't have fun along the way i love abraham's reminder unhappy journeys don't have happy endings so I wouldn't want to go so far as doing something that I didn't enjoy. And Julie, I hear you being really like you. It sounds like you're not just committed, but you're also good at making sure that what you do is enjoyable. That that's something you're gifted at. And I'm and, and, and I'm that. also thank you, thank you very much. And I also think I'm a very lucky girl because mm. I get to work from home in a beautiful in my little bungalow here near the forest. You know, and I just love that. That was a dream. And it's interesting I, when I was hearing you say that because, remember, that was a goal of mine since I've known you and this others since I lived in Texas, right? And remember, mm-hmm. that was a goal of mine. Then I moved here. Mm-hmm. And then yes. I feel like, oh, okay, I've done that. Yay. Happy every day for it. Now, I feel like, should I feel like I should be achieving something else? I'm kind of like, no, I'm just kind of happy just being an individual. I'm <laughs> 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 going for walks every day. And, um, you know, being a good person and, and just doing whatever I need to do, and taking care of my business, and so you know, and always helping out when I can. But anyhow, this is going to feel like a little bit of an aside, but I want to go there before I forget to. In chat room, Dilshot is asking, "What does the feng shui part mean? Do you rearrange your house?" Oh, um, I move the energy and furniture when I need to. I have a feng shui consultant who I love, Gwen. She comes once a quarter. And that's where she really helps me focus on, okay, what 
what what are we going to work on for this quarter? And she just, you know, takes a look at my house, says, gosh, you know what, maybe you need to move this over here. Why don't we do this over here? She sits down. She has me write out who are my top ten uh, clients that I want to meet or progress the sale with for that quarter. And we get even specific about how much do I want to earn in that quarter. See, I mean, so we're being specific because what we're mm-hmm. doing, we feel like we're giving a place for the energy to go, right? So um, we do that, and then we do, um, she has me write out nine times. or I mean, she has me write out in a list of nine. What's it going to feel like when, okay, you got the meeting. They said yes. You know, you um, they, you, they send a contract. It goes through. They sign it. Now you're okay. Now you have the check. How does it? Feel? I mean, so we do that. I mean, so once a quarter, so you're activating the, strong energy in the strong cycle. energy for the quarter. Like put a crystal, you know, put a wind chime over your stove. Okay, people come over to my house and there's a wind chime over my stove, but I know why because you put intention and then you do the energy and the cure and and that's what works for me. So I hope that answers your question. I have a feng shui consultant come once a quarter and we work on things I wish to achieve. Well, this and that it's actually this probably wasn't um, a deviation from our topic at all. Maybe not. It feels it's like part of one of thing. yeah, it's one of the ways that you plan. You have a plan. It's very concrete and specific, and you go about it in a very um, uh, conscious way of playing with the energy. Feng shui is certainly an energy management I technique do. that you're obviously having fun with. So yeah, and it works. I mean, I manifest. So it, it no. isn't the traditional kind of muggle action that we might no. see on a on a typical business plan, like make seven <laughs> calls and set up three meetings and make two right. presentations in order to you know just make the numbers work, that sort of a thing. So well, I, and but, you know what? Yeah, I mean my and people. I mean, and again, this is for people who have their own businesses as well. We feel, and I struggled with this. I felt that oh my god, I've got to make. 50 calls to yield 10% of that to get the fi- you know I mean there's that whole mm-hmm. measurement and metric right yeah. and it has its place it has its place well I was but I've say, learned yeah oh go ahead finish, finish I was gonna say but what I've learned and what's working for me especially in this job now this is a job remember where I am now respected and treated well I mean I've got a great colleagues you know I'm not um, treated so badly like I was at that other place so left to create, I'm able, instead of making 50 calls and that's 10%, I'm able to go, okay, who do I want to go after? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do mm-hmm. my research on LinkedIn and stuff. I get excited. I mean, that's part of my feng shui, too. She's like, if you have a picture of who you want to meet with, pull them up on LinkedIn and talk to them. I have been doing that for a year. And you know what? I mean, I will then be like, I don't want to say targeted assassin because that has such negative connotations. It sounds kind of voodoo-y. <laughs> it sounds kind of voodoo-y, but I, like, I know who I'm – and I'm telling you, out of the ten that I want to focus on, I will meet five. And that's good for me. So, so I, I was able to get out of that, oh, my God, i got to make 100 calls. I mean, I told my boss, there's no way I'm making 100 calls in a week. And and I had a job where that they tracked those kinds of metrics. Oh, how many, oh yeah. You know, we're going to give you the phone numbers. You're making cold calls. How many did yeah. you call? How many did you talk no. to? What was the result of the meeting? Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, yeah that's. And, but for some people, may have some inspiration for the 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 understanding that this is a numbers game. That 
The more that you oh, call, the yeah. more yeses you get, and the more no's that, that you're get going into to call. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get into and it. So, yeah. Good for them. I'm yeah. Whatever them. makes us feel better, whatever makes us believe, right, or come to expect our success is definitely in service to our alignment. But for anyone who feels like we've got to be a very active part of coordinating it, right, rather than just wake up and ask myself, what sounds good today? If you want to be running, you know, a $20 million empire, then that question of, hmm, what sounds good today isn't going to get you there. Some people, even conscious creators, will believe that, well, yeah, I mean, you got to get serious about it. you got to take some traditional actions here in order to expect something like that to happen. And I think that it, that's a reflection of how much we've embraced our power to create, right, how much we still think that action is required and um, and how willing we are to let inspiration rule how our days unfold. I don't think there are any right or wrong answers about this, but what I'd love for each of us to do is to give ourselves more, to set ourselves up for higher success by releasing whatever might be holding us back, whether it's a refusal to engage any planning whatsoever or whether it's um, an addiction to action, thinking that we have to make it happen and if we aren't right there in it, that no way is it going to unfold, that trusting inspiration is is a Pollyanna <laughs> approach. Um, I think that probably most of us fall somewhere along that spectrum between those two extremes and noticing where we're at and and how we might set ourselves up for better success could be good. Dana, we haven't heard from you on this. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this subject. It's going through. Uh, your- oh, boy. Well, I probably tend to be uh, a little bit more on the Pollyanna side, and I think that's just because of my past story as a corporate person and having to have everything be just so lined up. And, um, and I'm, so I'm choosing that this, second half of my life is more about working from a place of inspiration and guidance, um, being in uh, service to humankind, um, and trusting, I'm probably working from a much less businessy standpoint than I ever have in my entire life. And And are you comfortable with it, or does it make you nervous? I, I think I know the answer to that, but I'd like to hear you say it. I'm really comfortable with it, um, Mm -hmm. I'm, because there's a huge level of trust. And this is something that's developing. And I've also seen where things happen in my life that I didn't think were going to happen when I sort of take myself out of the picture a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I know this is like so anti-business. This is definitely. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's anti-muggle business. This is right Right. up the alley of a conscious creator in the workforce. It's really difficult to have this conversation with really a boss, anybody, (laughs) a boss, uh, or even just like friends who work for people and or even those who work for themselves because for me so much is changing so fast on an energetic level I know we're going a little woo-woo here but that's the world I live in now yeah so if I were to plan a five-year plan I'm I'm literally laughing that I would think I could I could actually predict where I'm going to be who I'm going to be in five years because I'm shifting so tremendously in in a span of like a week Mm -hmm. did I even know I don't even know what my focus and my my highest joy is going to be in five years. So I'm just really in the flow of trusting what's going to come, watching for, you know, the synchronicities, as Julie said, the the 
the things that come up and that are brought to me, I pay attention to. Like, for instance, recently, you know, undergoing uh, Reiki attunement and using Reiki. That was not planned. <laughs> but it was it was on a deep level. I was curious about it. I was asking source about it. I was feeling a draw to it. And then things were made possible for me to have that happen. Um, and it has been, like, amazing. Like, I... I have to trust that Source has a plan for me with everything that unfolds because it has been where my greatest joy has been found. In the unfolding of these events and then me stepping back and watching it unfold has been where Source is taking me places I've never been before. That's and an I easy have... thought for me to get down with when I think of Source as your higher self because I've heard Abraham say, the universe doesn't want anything in particular for you. You get to choose for yourself. But I believe our higher self or our um, had overall intentions or designs for what we were doing here, and that that's an easy one for me to get on board with, thinking of it that way. Yeah, and of course, it's kind of what I do. I mean, most of my coaching is around reinvention and um, looking at life purpose and why you're here and what you're to do. And so that's just kind of the vein of what I live all the time. And it seems to be through law of attraction, the people that come to me, that's what they want to talk about. Even though I have areas of expertise, so to speak, in other areas, you know, I'm just, a, I always tell people, I'm just a few steps ahead on the trail with a flashlight. That's it. Uh -huh. You know, I'm just doing what you were doing or are doing right now, just, you know, maybe two weeks ago. But then I, I move through it, and Source knows that. And so here I show up in your life, and you're drawn to me, and we, we dance. You know, we do this thing together, and you're inspired, and, and I'm Dana, inspired. And, yeah, that's it. Let me ask you the question. Have you, heard the, have you heard them say before about how, and we hear this in a lot of circles, that you can't get where you want to go if you aren't clear about what that is? Have you heard that before? Absolutely. Yeah, without a clear vision? But my 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 clarity is not about a destination. Oh, uh, that's what that's the way I see. Yeah. yeah, I because could agree with that statement if we know we're that not, where I'm. Go ahead. Because no it's like, how do you know you've got there if you're not clear about where you wanted to go? That's the thing <laughs> behind that. You know, there's no there's no ending to all of this. It's I mean, this is my personal deep spiritual belief, but you know, this dance never ends. And so, and there's no judgment on whether I get it all done this lifetime or the next lifetime or in a parallel lifetime. It's just, I don't know. It's like living in grace. That's the best way I can say it. And I'm well, tired of the other hat that I wore for 30-something years, you know, where they okay. tell me I could Okay, so you've done this both ways, it sounds like. Yeah. Because you know what, what makes um, it easier for people to engage something is results, right? When they see right. someone else at work, so when I think about my own experience, like using that one-page business plan that asked me to create those goals for the future and a plan to get there, or the business coaches who wanted me to describe the end result and, you know, how how we were going to make that happen. And, right. and I have myself have laid out quarterly and, and probably annual to-do lists for myself that detail things that I'd like to have done by a certain time. And I, to be honest, when I look, when I ask myself, what results did those practices get me? I, oh, in fact, isn't it a myth? Don't they, doesn't everyone always quote that? Harvard study of the people who wrote their goals down and carried in their wallet and they checked in with them all those years later and they were like 90% more likely to have 
have you guys heard that quoted before? It yeah. turns out it's not a real study. That 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 research was never done, but it doesn't stop it from being quoted in every self-help seminar across the freaking country. Um, when I look at my own results of using those, okay, I'm going to I'm going to action this plan out myself. I'm going to put this together and this is the path of how I'm going to get there versus what are the results that I get with just being willing to wake up and say, hey, what sounds good next? Yeah. I'd kind of like to hear from everyone who's willing to share, like, what results, uh, what served you better based on the results that you've gotten? I, for one, can say that uh, I, I would have trouble pinpointing tremendous progress from that approach with where every business coach is going to say, all right, let's create a plan and work it. That has not served me well. But I can, I've can. i also worked it the other way where I've totally let go of any attachment to how things turn out and my my orientation towards my day and my life is what sounds fun next. And I can say that definitely it's it's it serves me in two ways. One, I enjoy myself, and that's the whole point of my life is to have a good time. That's my purpose. And it also works pretty well as far as yes. the sorts of results that people would say, okay, but how much money do you make? How many people do you impact? You know, how is, is your work, it, is, it, is it having any effect in the world? I think on all those different ways of measuring it, I could say, yeah, it's working pretty well. And some might say, well, you can't say, this is re- this is a result of that because it could have been from that. You could have B having crossover, and that's very probably likely. But what do you guys think? If you look at your own situations and the results that you get, how does it compare? Well, I'd like to say something which isn't an exact um, answer to your question, Jeanette. Is that all right? Uh, well, I was yes. I absolutely well, wanted to hear from you, Sean. So thanks for speaking up. <laughs> well, I have a, a challenge which I've, I used to work face-to-face with people, and uh, since I moved, it's not possible to do that, really. For, well, there's not enough people, etc., etc., not enough money. So I'm engaged in putting my work online, and mm-hmm. I have found it so challenging because I, well, I won't go as far as to say I've got a mental block. I mean, obviously, I've done technology before, but the sort of things that I'm needing to do now, it just takes me absolutely ages to get my head around. And, um, you know, I, I can't quite kind of, so in the past, I mean, I have kind of made plans. It's worked out to an extent, but I'm trying. I'm obviously aiming not to do that so much now, but I can't quite see how it's going to work with this because I don't see that I'm ever going to enjoy, except maybe for one fleeting moment, doing certain aspects of technology. Okay, one could say, okay, just kind of let it go. Maybe some amazing person will come and do it for me for nothing. Well, okay, maybe. Um, <laughs> But does it feel like a stretch? Like, yeah, the fairies are really going to deliver the assistant. (laughs) So I don't know how I can, you know, so I sort of plow away at it, and I do try and not force and so on, but it has to be done. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a bit stuck on this one um, because I do want to, I do want to um, let go more. I do, but I can't just let go of that. It feels that way to me anyway. So... I think a lot of people are are in a in a very similar situation myself included where our we're really challenged by our belief systems and how free we mm-hmm. can get with ourselves to because you know every question that I've heard Bashar answer from his audience who listens to the advice to follow your highest excitement so many of them 
feel a little stumped when it comes to how to believe that's actually going to work because most people feel like uh, doing following my highest joy isn't going to take me to a good place. It's going to take me to the beach where I'm going to end up unemployed <laughs> and homeless because I'm, I would never go to work again. But that's actually the post that I wrote recently on finding better feeling thoughts and actions. If a person really believed that, then just upping and going to the beach and never returning wouldn't actually feel good if you expected it would have those sorts of ramifications. So we're always working with what our own expectations are about the actions that we do or don't take. And that's when Abraham talks about how our inner guidance knows where our resistance is and it will steer us around it on the path to what we want. All we have to do is be willing to listen to it. I think that's the answer to the question why we don't have to go limit, releasing or eliminating every limiting belief because our source knows how to get us there despite it. But um, I did have a couple of things I wanted to share about how I think we can approach this. And these are just some, some tips or things to consider or remember as we consider this stuff. So, um, and yeah, remember, everyone gets to decide for themselves. So everything I say here, take it with a grain of salt. But from my perspective, what I've learned and experienced through practice is that it isn't what we do that matters. It's what we vibrate that makes the difference. So it isn't the action that's the be-all, end-all of our successful creation. It's, it's just meant to be part of our enjoyment of the system. Having said that, if someone doesn't really believe that they can get results without taking a required action, then that may be the path of least resistance for them to get there. So sometimes action is what helps us learn to create an expectation for those results. Number two, I think we can have a vision without having to have a plan to get there. And I think that's a really powerful place to play from, right? So, or, or you could, you could say, say that another way that I create the vision, but my plan is just to follow inspiration. I don't have to figure out the hows of getting there. And that's a very core, basic uh, principle of conscious creation, that our yeah. business is the what, not the how. Yeah. And I think the, right there's a big difference between the, the plan or the what. I mean, the plan is the how, the vision is the what. So if we just keep our nose in the vision or the what business, and then follow impulses, let guidance lead us, I think that will serve us exceptionally well. And sometimes guidance will say something like, hey, check this out. This article says you, if you only have to make 100 calls to get one yes, and a person could get lit up by that. It could happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right out of college, they are ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> or reading I mean, Rejection Proof from, oh, I can't remember uh, the author's name. But rejection Proof, I love it. Yeah, yeah, he made a great game of it, of, you know, trying to go out and collect the no's and was surprised at how many yeses he got in the process. So I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, that's, I think that I shows think, not being attached. I think that also shows not being attached. I and what... About that. I agree. And what, what what I really wanted to emphasize here was that I think the vision can powerfully pull us forward, but mm -hmm. it isn't our job to work the plan to get there, even though I think a lot of coaches or marketing experts or, or you know business books would say, well, they go hand in hand. You can't just have one and expect to get there without without knowing how that's going to unfold. Yeah, well, for me, the how is 
I let universe lead me. That's my how. And when I, that's actually the third one I had on my list. The how is best left to universe and higher guidance, period. That's all I wrote. That's all, that's all that needs to be said there. And sometimes when it says, it gives me an inspiration that doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm learning to trust it way over my own logical mind's ability, Bashar would say. The physical mind wasn't supposed to be able to see how this plays in. That's, that's, you, you aren't supposed to understand it. So to be willing to move forward on inspiration when you don't see how this plays into your big vision, that's an advantage of a very savvy creator. Fourth on my list, sometimes having an understanding or a glimpse of, of the how, it can amplify our belief and thus our alignment. So sometimes that is just what the doctor ordered, right, for helping us get in stronger alignment. But the primary benefit really is the vibrational benefit, the belief, rather than the action itself. It's just what gives us the reason to believe. Fifth, let's remember the whole point of what we want. I touched on this earlier. It always boils down to how we want to feel. So getting the promotion or hitting that income goal or reaching the, the size audience that we wanted or the traffic target, that isn't really what we're after. What we really want is how we think we're going to feel when we get there. And using that as our true target is a much more mm, reliable path to success. And then the sixth thing that I wanted to share was that if you're going to work a plan, Julie, you spoke to this at the very top of the call, make sure that it feels inspiring or uplifting or empowering or some sort of good. Because if it doesn't do that for you, it is not helping. <laughs> it's not helping. It's slowing progress down. Right. And I think right. it's also important for us to be willing to let go of the plan. Julie, you spoke to this as well. Or to adjust it over time as inspiration shifts and we get you know new um we're lit up by new ideas or new information. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I'm opposed to plans or that I don't think they have any role in a conscious creator's professional success, but I think we want to hold it loosely. Or it could be something as general as, yeah, I wake up and have what's the way I could have the most fun today. That's what my plan is. That's one that I've been relying on more and more. I don't I can't even remember the last time that I had a one page business plan up on my board. What's up there now is a reminder to do what feels good, to have fun. That's the point and the purpose of it all. And it's also the most effective way to make all those big dreams come true in my world. If anyone else has a different approach, it doesn't mean they're wrong and I'm right. It doesn't mean I'm right or wrong and I should follow their way. But depending on where we're at and what we're comfortable with, what our beliefs are, what we've mm -hmm. experienced in the past, we may each have a different answer to this question. But being conscious about what our what our approach is and what we feel best about and what we want to rely on for creating the success that we want for ourselves, that's what I'm interested in seeing each of us do. Totally agreed. <laughs> who has no. who who here has something to add or who haven't we heard from yet who's got an observation or a comment or maybe even a question? Hey, Jeanette, this is Veronica. This is my first time on this call. Veronica, welcome to the party. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. This is just perfect timing because I've spent about the last year moving towards creating a product, and it's gone very well, and I've done it all through being as true as I can to the principles of law of attraction. And now I'm at a point where I want to engage others' help. And so today it was suggested by a kind advisor that I 
put together some sort of business plan mm. so that I can get others on board with what I'm doing. Um, and I did get an inspiration just listening to you speak just now because one of the ahas is that, well, as I do this business plan as simply as possible, yes. that it is dripping with what feels like inspiration to me and Amen. keeping my line of sight. That makes all the difference, doesn't it, Veronica? I mean, that's that's a business plan that can fuel a lot of good things for a business, for others to join it, for investors, for your own self to stay focused and engaged on what you love about it, what your intentions are for it. There's definitely a way to do a business plan that is that leads you straight into the heart of success. And I've seen people do them where it drains all the joy out of what what, <laughs> what drew a person to their you know their love, their project in the first place. So yes, how you go about creating that plan makes all the difference and it sounds like you already know to make sure that it's you do it in a way that serves you and 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 I love the way you described dripping with inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, so I, I, I yeah, go ahead, please. Well, I was going to ask if you were familiar with if you like had a template cuz you know some people when they think business plan they think of you know the 50 page document that you take to the bank manager to try to get a loan approved but the one that I had a ton of fun with and I still had to morph it to make it work for me but the one page business plan and I don't know the name oh wait Jim oh I'm almost flashing on his name I think it starts with uh-huh. an O um he just one simple page what's my vision what's my mission what's my um I'm forgetting some of the. I think if those those are the most the two most important parts. If I've got the vision and the mission, I'm good to go. <laughs> because my action, like my daily actions for how to get there, is what sounds good next. If I if I keep that end result in mind, then I'm living. I'm. I mean, if I've got that vibration activated of what I want, then anything that I feel drawn to is going to serve me in in getting there. So it's a pretty simple plan for me after that. When I had filled my plan with things like, oh, they, there was some section where you had to have strategies, and I think we, they said this is a very numbers-based metric, you know, easy to pin down sort of stuff, easy to know once you've achieved it, like how to measure it. Can you hear my frustration even as I, <laughs> I kind of made yeah. myself, I was like, okay, try and do it the way they say. And I tried to do that, and you guys have all heard my story about how once upon a time I had on my on my plan to have a thousand daily hits on the blog. I thought that would be so cool. At the time, I was getting something <laughs> like three hundred, so I thought a thousand daily hits. Oh, that would be so cool. And then um, time passed, and one day I I was doing some work on the blog, and I had I had clicked on the dashboard, and I saw the metrics, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I, like what I was looking at didn't really register. I was like, what what is that saying? And I was looking closely at it. I was in four-digit territory. I was no longer looking at three-digit daily hits. It was four digits. And I was like, huh, isn't that what I said I wanted once upon a time? I look up at my board. Sure enough, it says right up there, 1,000 daily hits. And I, and it's not even like, woohoo, you made it. I was like, why did I think that was going to be so cool? Because <laughs> I didn't feel any different. I'm looking right at it. I'm like, is that what it's saying? Yep, that's what it's saying. Is that what I said I wanted? Yep, that's what I said I wanted. Why do I feel no different? And I realized... <laughs> First, I, well, I, in hindsight, I know a couple of things. Number one, external stuff can't change how I feel. How I feel is my job. 
But number two, what I really wanted wasn't a thousand daily hits. What I wanted was to feel like my work was making a bigger difference in the world. I wanted to know it was having an impact. I wanted to know it was affecting people. And to think that that could be measured by traffic is ridiculous. And I know this because I have since talked with colleagues who got crazy, amazing viral traffic that would just knock your socks off, and it did nothing for them, not income-wise, not Mm -hmm. reputation-wise. I mean, it was just... It was misdirected traffic or they got it by accident for something that didn't even have anything to do with their work. So I learned, look, those numbers aren't as cool or as important as they once upon a time thought. But for anyone who gets joy from thinking, yeah, you know what I want? I want a, I want a full client roster of 20 people that I'm working with every month. If you're getting lit up by that thought, work it. By all means, let it take you to good places because it isn't the same answer for all of us about, you know, where we're going to find our best alignment. I got on a little rampage about business planning. <laughs> so I have a question, Jeanette. How did you dig into, into that feeling, that sensation of knowing you were making the difference? If it wasn't the hit, like oh, how right? You... Yeah, because that, that contrast, that whole, like, <sighs> Here's, I had this thing, this is my, this is on my list, this is on my business plan, I get there and it does absolutely nothing for me. This has happened to me before in my past and I was frustrated that yet again I'm experiencing it. So what I did was I got clear, okay, so what is this contrast teaching me? What it's teaching me is what really matters isn't the traffic. What really, what's my idea of a good time is knowing my work is making a difference. So when I started looking for that, I didn't have to look very far because there were inboxes there were emails in my inbox saying, wow, I, I, I just had to write and tell you. I read this post, and I had this thing going on with my son, and it just it made all the difference to me, and you wouldn't believe what's happened now. I mean, I, it was right there from real-life people saying, I read it. It mattered. Thank you. So I didn't ha- I'm getting a little emotional that thought. That's what mattered. Hear them all. Thinking a thousand daily hits. No, what I want to feel is that, that thing where I helped someone where yeah. my passion for this work is making a difference in the world. That's home run material for me. So if I didn't have anywhere to look around and see that already happening, then I would be conjuring that up in my mind. In fact, I did when on the day when I before I had any clients in my Prey Rain journal, I was writing about how what great results they were getting and how much they appreciated it and how valuable the work was and how they were telling everyone they knew about me because it was it made such a difference for them. So even before it was my reality, I was I was conjuring it in those journal entries. But, you know, how we activate the vibration, that's the thing that makes the difference. Did anyone see my post this morning about satisfaction in the forum? Oh, no. I'm, rock, I'm rocking that vibration so hard right now. It's oh. so funny. <laughs> I'm so loving satisfaction. Boy, it's maybe a little wrong how much I'm enjoying the satisfaction. But whatever we're willing to to feel first, universe has to respond in kind. So, Veronica, I'd say whatever it is that you wanted that business plan to do for you, practice feeling that in advance, whether it's through imagination or remembering when it has happened to you or noticing it happening for someone else and revel in their experience because that's activating it for you that's too. That's what I was just going to say. How do you want those, you want to have people work with you? How do you want them to feel too working mm-hmm. with you? So not yeah. just what you're, yeah. So not just what you want, yeah, that whole thing of what kind of investors or what kind of people do you want to work with and 
and how will it make them feel and how you want them to feel. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, Jeanette, I'm just like, you were just hitting on all, thank you both. You were hitting on all points, Jeanette. It, this is thank so you. very helpful, just remembering. Uh, Where our power to, is. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It is so magical when we are willing to feel it before it's our reality. It's yep. you, If we could do that and combine that with not needing it to be any more than that, but just enjoy it because it feels so good to dial in here. <gasps> you guys, the universe has so much fun with us, it's not funny. And a lot of people will look at it and say it's not fair. <laughs> That's the magic, though. It's That's how the, magic. the system works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dana's got a good tip. Dana, let's hand the microphone over to you. Oh, when you were talking about the what, I always go to the why. Like, mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I, think I know point. what I want, but why do I want it? Of course, right. it's yeah. going to be, you know, like Abraham says, we think we want to feel good. But coming from a place of service, like like you want to touch lives, Jeanette, on a deep level through your writing and your work, you know, in the same way as a coach and anything that I do of a healing nature, I, the why is like, because I want to make a difference. I don't want to just go through this life and have it be, oh, I just, I just walk through, no big deal. Like, I'm really, I really about being on purpose. I really want to have an impact on the world. I want to bring love and light, you know. Why? Why? Because I want to lift the vibration of the planet. I want it to evolve. I want us to move forward. It's going to, but I want to be a part of it. That's my why. So the why I, really focuses me on the what. Like, I'm glad you, I'm glad what, you chimed in with that. I think this okay. is an important part of this discussion. In fact, I'm thinking of a couple of coaches who, um, oh, Sharon Wilson, her way of getting to the vibration when, you know, she's, she's helping a client identify the vibration to activate, she asks mm-hmm. them what they want, and when they say it, she says, why do you want that? And for every answer they give, she asks, why do you want that? Until they've reached an emotion, and then she knows right. she's at the heart of it. Abraham does it differently. Abraham says, marry the two up. Focus on what you want and why you want it. And I think however we go about it, the why is a very powerful part of getting to the heart of what we truly desire. And in that, you know, we're turning up, we're we're playing with some big magic there. Yeah, I think that you turn up the volume big time with the why. (laughs) Like it gets down to the crux of what it really is that you're wanting. Like, like, kind of like the activator. If I had, if I had, seeing that, ooh, did you just hear my little, that little yeah, frustration I, I had with the business plan? Because I started with the big thing, you know, the big thing, help, you know, empower others to create the the way we're all capable of creating. That's what I wanted to create. I wanted to, I wanted to help conscious creators do their thing. And then in the process of using the business plan, some would say kind of went a little backwards, like I, that was my big vision, and then it, through this and it's it's just a traditional planning process. Like, okay, so then what would that look like? And mm-hmm. then how would you get there from where you stand now? You know, that's how those the, where those details came from. But if I had asked myself, why do I want a thousand daily hits on my blog? It would have taken me right back to the top of my business plan. You know, to empower fellow creators. That mm-hmm. um, I think that's. that's it's worth spotlighting. Thank you for bringing that up, Dana. Very helpful. Yeah, and the great thing about looking at that wider picture of what one really wants is that it helps, well, it helps me anyway, to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because oh, I'm wow. focusing on the bigger picture. 
Yeah, Sean, and that's that's the key to our success here, isn't it, right? It's letting universe work some magic on our behalf instead of thinking we have to do every little thing our own selves. Yeah. Yay for universal magic. (laughs) 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 And being open to it and knowing how our what our best way of channeling it is. Thank you, Veronica, for chiming in and thank you for joining us today. Has anyone else got anything for us to play with? Any other comments, questions? Tips, stories, inspirations, resources. All right, I'm checking with my own self to see if I feel complete here. I guess what I really wanted to achieve with this discussion was for us to feel more comfortable in in whatever we might not be comfortable with, whether it's letting go of believing we have to know how we're going to get there or whether it's feeling more comfortable getting activated with a plan. I mean, I think that we have a, each of us has something that we're used to or that our beliefs have us pointed towards, but to give ourselves a bigger playground, I think that's kind of exciting. So whatever that might be for you, and you might have an idea of that based on those true-false questions I asked uh, near the top of the call, that might help reveal where your oriented towards believing what's required in order to get what you want in your work. So Those are great questions. Thank you for asking them. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of fun to help us see what we believe <laughs> because that's where yeah. that's where our alignment is. Um, that's It has such a big part to do with what we're capable of of allowing. So the more we can play with ourselves, I think the more empowered we are for what we're capable of so here's to more of that with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.